0: Welcome inside the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. I'm Trevor Sykema. With me is Benjamin Solak. But Ben, today we are not alone. It is not just a dynamic duo. We brought in the big guns for a topic that was taking the NFL Draft world by storm this week. Is that well, good? It, it's, right. Yeah. Right? I mean, right? Yeah.
1: It's we, it's it's week zero. So we this is our last like big final off season excitement thing before we actually get, you know, games we haven't seen a thousand times before. And it definitely is. It's ending with a bang. Because with, like and, the Senior Bowl watch list and Jim Nagy. That's a good way to get get hyped for the season for
0: sure. Man, I think you ruined you ruined the red carpet because I was about to like really roll it up and build it up. But I was gonna say, you know, we have the prospect rankings, we have the the, the way too early mock drafts, all that kinds of stuff. But when the Senior Bowl releases their official watch list, that's right. when you know draft season and college football season is set to begin. So to help us talk about that, we have the executive director of the Senior Bowl, Jim Nagy, friend of the pod. On the line with this, Jim. How you doing, man? Have you have you caught up on sleep after getting that list? That list was very extensive.
2: <laughs> guys, thanks for having me on. Yeah, I'm I'm caught up. I, I don't know about uh, our graphics guy, right. so he, we, we, he, we, we 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 got worn out a little bit. But uh, Dave Rogers did an awesome job on all that stuff. But but yeah, guys, thanks for having me on. I, I appreciate
0: it. Yeah, of course. No, you, you, we could tell that you guys really taking it up another level even even already in this process here coming out of the tail end of summer and you know you were hired last summer you had an extra couple of months to really start building your staff start building that process this year of getting these guys that you wanted to take a look at producing what you did this year at a really great level not only for information and volume of the guys that you're looking at but certainly the way you're presenting it how you're trying to make the senior bowl more of more of an event all around so what was the big difference between you getting you coming on last year during the summer maybe scrambling a little bit if that's how you would call it and then this year getting a little bit of extra time to sit down plan this watch list come up with how you wanted to attack the college football season from a senior bowl perspective
2: yeah I'd say scrambling is a fair uh Fair description of what I was doing, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's really night and day. We're so much further ahead uh on the football side of things. So, you know, here at the Senior Bowl, we have to put on a big event. So there's a lot of things that go along with with an event. So the event piece of it, you know, is sponsorships and the you know everything you have to do logistically to bring 120 players and, and everything. But but on the football part, the actual scouting part, uh, we are we're we're so much further ahead. I mean, even thinking back to last year, we, we never had a, We didn't have a draft board. Um, so uh, we didn't have any names on it. We had, I, I had uh, one of the guys on our senior bowl committee came down yesterday and, and I said, you know, last year at this time this thing was totally blank and we just put it up and now there's, you know, close to 500 names on it. So we're way further ahead. It was, we, you know, we really jumped on it right after last year's draft. A uh, couple of our scouting assistants that were here in Mobile, um, that are now in the NFL with the Raiders and the Falcons. Um, they really jumped on it big time in in Mar- uh, February, March, and April. And then uh, when I got done with doing some of my ESPN work, um, that's when I really dove in May, June, and July. So um, mm-hmm. it just feels good to have to have graded all these players, done it the right way. Um, you know, watched at least three or four games on all you know all 475 guys that ended up on the list. And uh, you know, we we do we feel really good about it.
1: Yeah, so, okay, looking at this list, which, you know, takes about an hour because there's so many names on it. I'm curious <laughs> when it comes, because you said now this this year that the process is more organic. It's built by the senior bowl staff. You have the time that you wanted. You have the staff that you wanted. It's tremendous. I'm, I'm curious a bit, uh, you know, behind the curtain how the process works in terms of, you know, is are you just sitting down with a room full of film grinders and saying, listen, here is every senior that's rising up, for the you know the Power Five programs, and we're going to get through them all. Or, or to what extent does you know NFL teams and kind of their input and, and the guys you've peeked at as juniors before? To what extent does that does that NFL voice get involved? College coaches, do you talk with them and kind of ask, hey, who do we need to be checking out? And kind of what what's the steps like? What's the timeline like? Who gets input when it comes to building such a, a big and extensive list?
2: Uh, that's a that's a really good question, and I think you hit on you hit a lot of components of it. Um, yeah, so we do. We take input from from everyone. So the our process starts with you know the the Power Five schools. Um, those guys, we will look at every senior starter. So when we start the process, and you're, you know, putting on Alabama, they don't have much on offense this year, senior wise. But you know, every guy in at a school like Alabama, it's not even the senior starters. It's the guy. It's the seniors that you know played a role. So if it's sure. a, you know if it's the guy that plays in sub defense, or you know, it's uh, like a fifth receiver. You know, you have to account for those guys. So at the power five, you know, we start at that level. Every senior starter gets looked at. Um, you know, then we go to the group of five guys. Um, and, and really, it's, pretty, it's, it's, it's very similar. Um, you know, we really, we really start with, with the starters and then with the smaller school guys, it really is a collaborative effort. So we spend a lot of time working the phones. That's why having relationships in the NFL, um, for me, it's very important because. You know, I, I do have to work the phones to for the FCS and Division II guys, um, you know, to try to to try to fish some to fish some names out and get a starting point on some of these guys. And you know, sometimes you get a name and, and we'll look at the tape and um, you know they're more of a, a priority free agent level player. Um, you know, we really want to we really want to really keep our board. Um, At draftable level players and above, and again in the in the spring and the summer, you're grading glass half full, so that's why the numbers absolutely, yeah. That's that's why the numbers are inflated right now, and you know, just like an NFL team, you know, you're always, you know, I was always trained. You want to push guys down the board and not resurrect them in the fall. So, Hmm. um, you know, just we told all our we told our scouts that's how we're going to grade in the spring and summer process. So that's why the numbers were where they were. But and there were some hard guys to cut too. I mean, there's there's some players. I tried to make a point of that in in one of my posts yesterday on Twitter is that, you know, if you're a player and you got left off the list, like, please know that this, you know, this doesn't mean it's the end for you. Like we're going to, it's always important to go into the fall with an open mind because players do get better. You have to afford them that opportunity. You know, they get bigger, faster, stronger, they get coached better. Maybe there's a regime change where there's a, a scheme fit where they fit better coming into their senior year. So, um, you know, but this this is a really good starting point. But yeah, we use all that. We use our NFL contacts. We use our coaching contacts. Like if it's at a, you know, smaller school or, you know, we we do. I reach out to a lot of a lot of college guys, and a lot of times guys will, you know, just just um I'm to, we're to the point now with with uh, the game where you know my friends over the years making contacts at the college level, they'll just randomly shoot me texts of hey, you know, I know you're putting you get a, together the watch list over the summer. You know here's three guys that you know i think are really really good on our team things like that so it's a it's kind of a multi-layered thing but but the main thing is once we get the names then it's then it's doing the tape work
1: it's scouting glass half full i love like that's such a yeah. good way of just, to. just trevor and i have been talking all summer like listen he can't do x he needs to learn more y he needs to get z but glass half full yeah he probably gets all of them he's great forever you know that's a good right. way of framing kind of how you look at it in the summer
0: Got to look at what guys can't do, or what guys can do. You know, it's, it's just a, you know, definitely a part of scouting. You, you brought up some FCS guys. You, you've got 34 FCS players on your watch list, I believe. My math was correct. It might not be. Ben's the math guy here on this podcast. But a lot of us don't know these names right away. However, when the NFL draft rolls around, you know, the Senior Bowl often puts these guys on a, on a big stage for the first time. You know, you have guys like Mysterio Adderley, Titus Howard um kaylin saunders first second third rounders from last year's draft who came from the senior bowl and from scs programs who are some guys i you know i see some names on here you know you've got like kyle duger the safety for leno ryan who i really like you've got tom flacco who so everybody recognizes that last name as well as chase venateri those are two guys who have some nfl blood in their last names who are some fcs players from this list that as you went through the summer you really like the guy who could be that next p- potential first round, maybe second round, maybe third round pick.
2: Yeah, you you touched on. uh, Is it Doug or Duger? That's the other thing. Like I, I butcher so many names. This is part of. I just my, <laughs> And right yeah, now they're all dudes on paper. You know, we haven't heard it. I mean, I had I had one of our guys on staff go through and and, and look at pronunciation guides on all the websites for a lot of these players because I, I feel bad, for right? Up, but. But Kyle Kyle Dugger Dugger there at, Le, at Lenore Ryan he is he is a really good prospect. Yeah, he he's is a lot of fun to watch. He's you know he's physical and he's violent and he's got you know a playmaker with the ball in his hand. So he's the guy that's uh, really you know he's Division Two. So um, really excited about Kyle would be the top Division Two guy. And then um, really there it's uh, you know look at some of the FCS guys they're really centralized uh in the state of in the state of illinois and we've got thank god we've got one of our scouts michael young in st louis this year so he's close proximity i would start with at southern illinois they've got a safety jeremy chin who uh i think going to end up having some corner flexibility you know mm-hmm. they played him in the slot last year over aj brown in the old miss game really good mover big kid good mover um just a really fluid athlete And, uh, you know, Mike, Mike Young has already been over there to check him out at the same school. They've got a tight end, Nigel Kilby, um, who's an Eastern Michigan transfer. Again, he, I think he came in at six, seven and for a guy that's that big, man, he's just a really easy moving guy, uh, natural catcher. So he's intriguing. And then a running back at Illinois state, James Robinson's a big 225, 230. Yeah. Yeah, He's, he's, he's fun to watch. So. Um, those are some names that, that that kind of pop off for me right now. I mean, you brought it. You brought up Flacco's name, and there's there's a running back there, Shane Simpson at Towson, who's got juice, man. You put on Towson tape, and and he kind of jumps off. So we're excited to see Towson play. Um, you know, another guy, James Madison, the the cornerback Robinson. You know, we 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 actually went to their first game last year, uh, Rashad Robinson. We went to see them play North Carolina State last year. You know, we we're Finley and Jermaine Pratt and uh Garrett Bradbury and those guys at North Carolina State but we went to see Robinson as well and uh you know he was hurt and missed missed a bunch of time last year and we ended up with Jimmy Moreland in the game you know and Jimmy's just balling right now for the yeah it looks like he's he's gonna make their team as a seventh round pick and uh getting his hands on the ball every game they play so um so Robinson now now that we're you know go back and circle the wagons on him and check him out so um a lot of really cool, intriguing small school players, and again, I think that's one of the fun things that I've always enjoyed. It you know, coming to the Senior Bowl as an NFL scout is is that that this is a showcase for these guys. Well, let's see what they they look great on tape at that level. Now let's see what they look like against the best of the best. So um, yeah, those are some guys we're really excited to check out. Love it.
1: One specific player I actually want to ask you about is uh, Jacob Nip, the quarterback out of Northern Colorado. So I know that. Uh, we had Jordan Reed on staff kind of write out uh, a profile, a story on Nip and what he was, you know, coming into his sixth year uh, for Northern Colorado. This is a, a, a guy with two degrees, huge on the mental aspect of the game. He's got a baseball background, everything I've seen from him, you know, piecemeal, not sitting down and going through a lot of film. Cause to be honest, don't have a lot of film on Jacob Nip. It's, intriguing for sure it's all right we've got something here so how legit do you view a player as jacob nip right now obviously like i said coming into his sixth year there's a lot of film that i'm sure you've got on him we got something
2: legit here with jacob nip yeah we do and uh you know jacob really popped on our radar last year you know he was supposed to he was supposed to be a senior last year so he got hurt he got that year back but it was really early last fall i would i would say probably the middle of september they'd maybe played two or three games And I got calls from probably three or four different NFL teams saying, you, you got to check out this quarterback at Northern Colorado. He's draftable. Um, you know, he's the guy you got to look at. Well, then he gets hurt and we end up with Alex Wesley, uh, one of his receivers in our game, who's a blazing fast kid, you know, ran mid four fours, low four fours. Um, so we've seen that tape. We've seen, we've seen the tape, uh, you know, when we checked out Wesley on Nip. But he's the guy. I mean, we know we like him because of what we've seen a little bit. But of the guys that we graded, I mean, we probably have seen him um, probably the least. But again, the nice thing is we've got our, our West Coast scout uh, is in Boulder, Colorado. Brad Forsythe, um, who is in the league for a long, long time with Buffalo Bills mm-hmm. and Miami yeah. Dolphins, and so Brad's going to be able to get up and check out Jacob a couple times this year. I think we've got a cool uh, big sky head to head. I think we're going to see. Northern Colorado play uh, Northern Arizona, if I'm not mistaken. I know we're seeing, I know we're seeing Northern Arizona play at least once. We've got them on the schedule because um, they've got a really intriguing guy as well at quarterback, Cookis. So, um, yeah, I can't wait to see Nip.
0: Last year we had the tight end position, the defensive line positions really kind of dominate the draft, and we know that the draft is kind of here and there with positions of strength and weaknesses every single year from. What you have right now is just from this upperclassmen portion of what could be the 2020 NFL draft class. Is there a strong point, like a position that you see that's like, wow, you know, if we got this many upperclassmen who are doing well, we know that there are underclassmen as well. This is probably going to be a strong position in the draft, maybe um, ones that that are weaker, because we know that teams are going to capitalize it one way or the other, but are there some positions that are really jumping out at you that have a good group of guys that you could say, wow, this position might really... Dominate the 2020 NFL draft when it comes around.
2: Yeah, absolutely, that's a good question. I would start at the cornerback position. um yeah. and Again, with the watch list, with the watch list, guys, I, I do make, I do need to make the point that we have already identified a number in, and have it confirmed on a number of juniors that will be Senior Bowl eligible. That nice are going to have their diplomas in December. Nice. And you know we. I do not want to release those names because we never want to, you know, make an all-star game look like we're enticing players to leave early. That's not what we're here for. But uh, we do have to do our due diligence on that. You know, we that was one. We we really were we were happy last year. We ended up with twelve juniors in the game, and the, the previous high was four. Oh so wow! Our, our, our scouts our, our scouts did a great job last year of of digging out these junior names early in the process because again we. You can't get to january when these guys are declaring and then not you know we're our roster set by january you know like we we got to identify these guys early and and actually hold roster spots for them you know until they declare so um yeah we've got a number of names you know and and some of those guys are some of the juniors are at the corner position we've got you know four or five junior corners that if they come out are our top three round guys. And we'd love to have in the game. So, you know, corners are really strong. Senior wise, Bryce Hall from Virginia, AJ Green at Oklahoma state, Troy pride at Notre Dame, Christian Fulton at LSU, Gladney at TCU. I mean, there's, there's some really good players in that group. You know, last year we had Rocky Austin from temple. Yeah. He's doing really well with the Colts. Colts right now. And, you know, we, we had some really good stories that, you know, Lonnie Johnson from Kentucky probably went from being a fourth round pick to a second round pick, but, there's some really high-end players at corner, uh, and then I think you go down. Last year's edge class was really good. I think this is going to be really, really strong again. Uh, there's a really intriguing group of rushers, and then uh, the wideout group, the wideout group, and the running back group are both stronger than a year ago. Um, you know, wide receiver was probably the one position last year where we took the most hits of guys being undrafted. We had eight receivers go undrafted. And again, a lot of that because, you know, we made a lot of calls around the league after after the draft trying to figure out how we can get better and where, Hmm. you know, maybe where we missed on guys. Was it did we not know of a character thing? Did we not know of a medical thing? That's that's the hard part of, you know, essentially having our draft in November is that a lot of that medical stuff and and character stuff um, we haven't uncovered yet. So um, I think the wide out group is going to be is going to be really strong. You've got it's going to it's going to be big. You know, you've yeah. got Colin Johnson, Texas, and Michael Pittman, Jr. at USC. Yeah, Brian Edwards at South Carolina, Chase Claypool at Notre Dame, K.J. Hill at Ohio State. I mean, there are some big dudes in that group. And then, uh, you know, and then going over to the edge class, I mean, there's there's a bunch of intriguing guys there, too. So there are some, there are some really strong groups this year.
1: Yeah, so let me, uh, speaking of strong groups, actually, it feels like to me, that last year we had a lot of high-profile juniors return to school, more than I'm accustomed to, and, and guys like Justin Herbert, Raquan Davis, Derek Brown, Bryce Hall, Christian Fulton, Julian Aquara, a, a member of that edge class, you know, potential round one guys who are back to school now for their senior year. How important is it for these top-tier players? Now that they're going to be in their senior season. Everybody knows that they're coming out. How important is the senior bowl as a stop on their draft cycle? What do those potential round one guys need to prove when they come to Mobile?
2: Well, I, a couple things. One, I think I think you're right. I think there's more guys right now in that first round conversation than there probably was in last year's draft. And um, you know, the great thing coming up last year and the success we had, you know, the previous three years we had you know three first rounders and then four first rounders and a, and then three first rounders. And last year it spiked to ten. So might be, might be good. Might be good. I think what last year's class showed is that um, you know you can. I don't care if it's you know, if you're in the late first round, and it's almost more important, honestly, for me, if I'm a player, it's almost the Senior Bowl is almost more important for me if I'm if I'm thought of as a first or second round guy because when you jump even a, a spot or two in that in, in that range of the draft, I mean, there's so much money tied to every draft slot mm-hmm. that you know if you're being talked about as a as a, a late first round pick, if you're somewhere in the high twenties, and you can get yourself to 19. I mean that's you're talking millions and millions of dollars. So, um that's the way I would look at it if I'm if I'm those guys. And and again to me the senior bowl is an opportunity um that the juniors frankly don't have. I mean, this is one leg up you have as a senior for staying all four years. You have an opportunity to come down and be in front of over nine hundred NFL people for a week, you know, and, and sell yourself and, and sell yourself as a person and sell yourself as a competitor. Um I just say, I mean, when, when I was working in the NFL, we talked about it every year, just these guys coming and accepting an invite and coming to Mobile or coming to any All-Star game. I mean, you, you're, you're putting it out there. You're making a statement of your competitive nature. You know, you're not afraid to compete. I mean, you, you go back over time and, you know, Aaron Donald probably had something to prove a little bit because, you know, he was undersized and he as great as his pit tape was. I, I know there was a lot of scouts in the league that were still a little skeptical because of the lack of size. And. You know, there there hadn't been a player his, with his measurables really being elite player. So, you know, he had, but like for Von Miller, I mean, Von Miller was going to be a top five pick all day long, you know, but Von just, Von made a huge statement that year. You know, I'm a baller. I love to, I love to compete. I love to go against the best. And, and he came down here and just dominated all week. So um, I, I do, I almost feel like it's more important for those guys. If you're thinking in monetary terms, um, they've got more to, more to gain than anybody.
0: We here at TDN like to think that we work pretty hard around the calendar to give you guys NFL draft content year-round, but Jim and his staff at the Senior Bowl work just as hard their graphics guy probably works harder than anybody. So those guys are pr- providing some awesome content for you guys and setting up an incredible senior bowl event. I've been talking to Jim throughout the summer as well. Really, really excited about not only this list, but everything that they've got going on. Jim, thank you so much for, for joining us today and uh, giving us a little peer behind the curtain, if you will, that what goes into such a great event.
2: No, again, thanks guys for having me on. I love, I love the work you guys do. And, and uh, I would like to take the opportunity to tell the fans out there that uh, if you haven't been down to mobile for our week, um, it is an, uh, it's the best week of football you'll have in terms of, you know, if you're just a real football guy and a draft junkie and you love this stuff, I mean, to come down here and be able to, you know, stand 10 feet from these one-on-one drills and go over to the hotel and, and, you know, grab one of these players and take a selfie if you want, or, you know, or just like go out at night. Like I know the uh, draft network crew does and, and hit some of these places and, Run into your GM or run into your head coach and have a beer with them. I mean, this, this is just like truly if you're if you're really a football guy and you love and you love this stuff, um, there's not a better week for it. And uh, you know, rather than going to a, a place like Vegas where I know they're they're jacking up all their rates next year for the draft weekend, uh, Mobile, Alabama is pretty darn affordable. So yeah, um, pre, pre, that that's my sell to uh, the fans. We really want to try to build this week out for the fans and make this a really fan friendly. Uh, you know, week bringing in more music acts and concerts and uh, we're planning like a Mardi Gras parade this year. So we need you guys sticking around through Friday night. You guys, you guys got to be a part of this Mardi Gras event.
0: No, I hope, I hope that we get to as many of us as we can, obviously, because yeah, when I was, when I went to the senior bowl for the first time, probably four or five years ago, and every year that I go, there's nothing like it. It's this, it's this, it's this small ish town compared to, you know, something like Vegas, but the entire NFL world, comes into this one little place in Mobile, Alabama, and the access that you get to the players and coaches, things like that, you truly can't get it anywhere else. And that's why I mean it when I say that the Senior Bowl is an iconic event. If you've never been, make sure you go to it this year. Jim Nagy and his guys are going to do it bigger and better than ever. Jim, thanks for so much for joining us.
2: Thanks, fellas. Uh, Look forward to talking to you all through the
0: fall. Of course. Fan Friday tomorrow. Very excited about it, Ben. I've already seen some of the questions. They're going to be a lot of fun.
2: Until then, a good day. you guys keep it locked right here, Unlocked on, on NFL Draft.